0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Fantastic Neckos. I'm Yadi Audrey and I'm Angel. And um how's everybody doing? As if like there's an audience. <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I'm doing alright. Just got off work.
0: <laughs> I'm like on a mini vacation, I guess you could say. I mean I just got off work too but we're very excited for this episode. It's been something we've been meaning to record for a long time and we just haven't gotten around to it. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. This is the first time I'm filming with Angel. Like, well, no, this is like one of the second times. Um, We usually do it like, uh, we we're in two, di- yeah, two different places. So now I'm seeing like how my voice kind of like the audio is just
1: how it's recording yeah she's seeing the audio waves as they're being recorded
0: yeah i can't be head empty like how i usually am i can't just be talking i'm now like what am i saying (laughs) do you have any news any updates
1: um i'm on the final arc of tokyo revengers in the manga i'm fucking nervous i've already had my heart broken (laughs) um i've been anxious i've been crying kicking screaming crying throwing throwing up. up
0: fighting demons
1: yeah, it's but it's really good. It's really fucking good. I, I remember I was texting Audrey one night. Uh, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna finish up the Tenjiku arc and then probably start the Bonten arc." I finished it in one in one sitting. The Bonten arc. I was like, I could not put it down.
0: He saw the high He's like, "Let me keep on going and hope for the best." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I think that's. I think I'm gonna finish up the manga within the next coming week. Uh, or at least not finished but catch up
0: and then he's gonna be alongside me keeping up with weekly there's only um well i guess this is news my own news um kind of chiming in but tokyo avengers manga is like officially gonna end the 16th of november and i'm very sad i'm not gonna lie
1: it's gonna be a very very sad day for annoying people
0: yeah me
1: (laughs) (laughs) pretty soon us
0: yeah, like, uh, it's just kind of surreal, because it's kind of like cheesy to say, but it really means this means something. to me. No, but it really does mean a lot to me. And it quite literally changed my life for the better. And I know that's so cheesy. But like, I know, personally, and for other people, forms of media do change their life and impact them positively or even negatively. But for me, positively, it was there for me in a really hard time and point in my life. And then it had just And then, thanks to it, it kind of pushed me to follow, like, some creative dreams of mine and whatnot. And I've made friends because of it. So, yeah, I'm just really thankful for the manga and the mangaka wakoi. So, yeah, I can't wait to talk about the manga. And I'm very excited that Angel's catching up and to make a whole episode about it. Because it's quite literally one of my favorite mangas and I'm, like, tearing up.
1: (laughs) She has two. She literally has two tattoos. Three!
0: Yeah, I have three tattoos and possibly, like, more to come, like... I guess it's just, like, the characters themselves, the storyline, and just kind of everything about it and kind of everything that it has done for me as well. So, yeah.
1: It's really good. Um, is a great fucking main character. Even though the side characters have so much depth and nuance in their developments as well.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, that's a whole nother topic I could get into because so many people are so in love with these side characters that they kind of forget, like, who the main characters are and kind of, like, exigen which is kind of like (laughs) translation it's like they're like demanding for more storyliner for them to be more in the plot but it's just like damn what like damn i don't know what to tell y'all like it's not my fault i keep writing good side characters but that's it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so actually tokyo avengers does have to do with this topic today's topic and basically we want to talk about tragic characters and kind of a plot line that we've seen or something we've seen used within manga and it's this quote so basically what inspired this um episode was because we've seen this quote used twice and <laughs> but um we've seen it used twice and with particularly strong characters and the quote is throughout the heavens and earth i alone am the honored one and jjk uses it twice for sakuna and for gojo but for me it stood out the most with gojo when he used it and the second time that we both know it's used is in tokyo avengers it is in their uniform it is the scripture that's on the uniform and basically i feel like that represents mikey because he did start the gang and he is the president Mm -hmm. (laughs) the leader and so yeah and basically we're just kind of kind of dissect what it means and it's kind of interesting that both of these characters are used have been used this quote and they are in their respective manga kind of one of the strongest characters yeah and basically talk about how it's lonely on the top and what it signifies to be the strongest in a sense
1: yeah so leading up to this episode i started reading up on it uh reddit and um (laughs) i did research (laughs) (laughs) uh But no, uh, it was interesting to see that like someone commented how when Gojo said it, it was, it was probably stemming from a place of being egotistical, and that in like in order for him to maintain his position as like one of the strongest sorcerers, if not the strongest sorcerer in the JJK universe, he has to have that mentality that like I'm I'm that I'm that man I'm that guy I'm that guy I got I'm that dog I'm him
0: I'm him <laughs> yeah and with and with Tokyo Avengers, it's basically like yes, it's to signify everyone in the group, but really it's Mikey's view on himself in a sense I think both of them have such high regards within um their own not field because i mean this is not mikey's job in a sense but like where they're coming from they have such a high yeah their world they have such a high title like not just even as the president of the gang but in kind of like known throughout several gangs and so it's like well i want my gang to represent this but most importantly this is what i represent in a sense and he doesn't quote it per se but i think it's definitely there for a reason and especially like in manga i feel like nothing's there for no purpose you know mm-hmm. especially something that big and so again it's kind of more like not just the topic is interesting that they both say this but how they are the strongest within their world and whatnot but also how inherently they are tragic char- tragic and lonely characters and that's kind of what we want to get in the- into
1: one thing i notice about both of them is that one reason they're both very lonely to begin with is they've lost And continue to lose very important people. Yeah.
0: I guess spoiler warnings further out for JJK and Tokyo Avengers, But yeah, it's kind of like, not just that, but I think if you want to be the strongest or the top, you are inherently lonely. It's lonely at the top. That one quote.
1: Because there's no one to rival you. Yeah,
0: there's no one to rival you. And yeah, it's just kind of like, what is it worth it in a sense? Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like both of these characters, they just kind of have this. It's not like they want it or asked for it or worked for it.
1: They're they were honored with it.
0: Yeah, in a sense, because like they aren't the main characters. If you've noticed that too, the characters yeah. that have used this, they're not the main characters, but they they do play a significant role into the storyline. Because yes, Gojo isn't active in the manga for <laughs> a thousand days.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but is still playing a pivotal role and he's still often referenced and he is keeping the storyline going within like its own um current arc they are fighting to
1: like gojo is the catalyst i won't get too much into it but gojo is the catalyst for what megumi and yuji are doing in the current arc even if he's not active their what their actions are trying to like get him back from the box. Yeah,
0: and I don't want to spoil too much. Like, I've already said spoiler warnings, but I don't want to spoil too much about Tokyo Avengers, but basically, Mikey is, like, the storyline right now and what he's going through and what he signifies for it. He's basically the plot.
1: And in a sense, like, the antagonist, would you say?
0: Yeah, I would say in a sense. I feel like, I don't know if that's, like, a big spoiler warning, but... um, uh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, but it's, like... Yes, he is an antagonist, but now the more you learn about the storyline, like, where you are right now, that's why I also don't mm-hmm. want to say anything for you, but for the senses, just, like, kind of, like, these tragic characters. I think more what I want to talk about is their tragedy okay. in being the strongest and having to be this for a storyline, because it's kind of, like, you feel for these characters and you kind of want to see more of them, and it's just kind of, like, they're kind of just tragic all around,
1: mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Gojo like, and Mikey, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, you kind of... D- you can't see real growth from them if they're already the strongest, you know.
1: That's right.
0: And because they play such a big plot point, I feel like they don't have personal growth until like probably like the very end. Both of these mangas are unfinished at the moment. Being mm-hmm. T R will be do <laughs> will be done soon, and we don't know what holds for JJK. Yeah, we really don't. Yeah, we're just like, we're here. <laughs>
1: We're in the thick of it still.
0: Yeah, we're in the thick of it. Honestly, like, I I wonder if this would even be, like, the final arc. For I mean, JJK? obviously, it's not because they would announce that, you know, right? Yeah. Maybe. But I'm very curious to see where the story could go from here. Because I'm like, okay, once the calling games are over and he's out, like, I think there's a, like, for JJK, I think there's another arc after this. And that would be the final arc. Yeah. Maybe. That makes the most sense.
1: Especially when they figured out how... They have... How they can get Gojo out? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, if anything, it's coming soon. Within, like, an arc, you said.
0: So, basically, in order to be the strongest, I feel like, in kind of, like, a cliche or a a trope. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. trope is, like, you have to be... Or have to have faced some tragedy.
1: Including, like, death and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, you face, like, a lot of things. And does that make... And you know what's another important line in JJK, to Gojo's character, he's like, are you the strongest because you're Gojo Satoru, or are you Gojo Satoru because you're, you're the strongest? strongest? Yeah, and another important um line to me, at least, in Tokyo Avengers is that Draken tells Takamichi that Mikey has never seen this guy, and it's kind of, Draken is laying down after some actions happen and he's just looking up and then he's like this reminds me of when I would face defeat you're just on the floor looking up and kind of reflecting
1: on what just transpired
0: yeah and yeah that Mikey has never had to face that and yeah and it's just kind of
1: whoa that's interesting
0: yeah that it's like you And it's kind of, like, also the loss of identity, I would want to say, when you're known as the strongest and to be on the top. Like, is it worth it being at the top?
1: Like, being that strong, like, it just, because there's no one that, like, matches you or rivals you or whatever, like, you kind of become isolated from everyone else in a sense.
0: Yeah, no, it's not It's not even because you want to. You just do because it's, like, well, people fear you or either respect you too much and think that you're not even on their level.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah and i think that's also what makes gojo such like a um, quote-unquote immature character half of the time and why he jokes around a lot and i think why he brings in so many people with potential not just because he wants to change the sorcery and like the Jujutsu world and whatnot but also to kind of like hey like he does carry this cockiness because like it's just kind of a given Mm -hmm. but also like what's the word kind of not to feel so lonely like Yuta is obviously incredibly strong. Megumi has so much potential and he's like, you know, like, I feel like he's tired of being lonely in the sense of being the strongest and kind of like the responsibility it carries. Like, I think all in all, he's just kind of like a caring character and whatnot who just wants to do good.
1: Because of the loneliness that he's felt and continues to feel, he's kind of grown a sense of empathy.
0: Yeah, and we don't go much into, like, his childhood and backstory, but obviously he's from a a strong and high-ranked clan
1: in the Jujutsu world. Like, he's part of, like, one of the three, right?
0: Yeah, he is one of the three. And so I think, like, when you get that power, he has, like, the six eyes and whatnot. He was probably isolated from the start or just kind of oh you know what we do see a little bit of him as a kid where toji meets him and he's like what are you looking at or yeah no no that's when like there's
1: i remember he looked up at the rooftop just because he could sense like someone i forgot who who
0: yeah 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 i think that was for this other um side character during the shibuya arc Mm -hmm. that brings it up that she's like gojo has been the strongest and has like since a kid just kind of changed his existence just changed
1: having like being born with the six eyes just immediately like set him up to be alone
0: yeah and to go into mikey it's kind of more like he started the gang a because he wanted to do something for his brother but where the manga is now it kind of like there's so much that could be going through his head but i don't want to spoil that for a the listeners and b angel But um, also, like, I think he also did it for his friends. Like, what started the talk about starting the gang was that Kazutora was fighting some other delinquents and whatnot, and Baji kind of gave the idea. So it's obviously not just Mikey, but it's all a whole friend idea, and it's kind of not to be lonely, because Mikey has already faced some pre-tragedies and then faces more along the way. But it's like, how do you open up yourself to someone when you're so highly regarded you know i'd say emotionally he's hard to open up he doesn't really do it he puts on this facade of like really happy you even see that already in the anime like what happens to draken when he goes into the hospital he doesn't sigh in relief or cry with his friends he leaves outside and then takamichi coincidentally sees him and stuff like that but it's kind of like he also carries this responsibility even within his friends
1: and what makes it like even sadder is that Emma gave uh, insight about how talk how Mikey is to Takemichi, basically saying that he, like you said, he was, he puts on like this facade basically, um, but at home like. You know, he still needs, like, his, his, his towels.
0: Bl- yeah, he still needs his blinky, his yeah. little towel from a kid and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, he has to put on this facade, essentially, and it's kind of hard to carry that around. And really, he is only vulnerable with Takamichi.
1: Only Takamichi.
0: And he tells him, he's like, I'm weak, you're strong. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's interesting how he never says the quote, like.
1: It's someone else, huh? What? That said it in Tokyo Revengers
0: No, it's not like, it's never said. It's more like, unless you know Japanese, like, and can read the oh, um, kanji, yeah. but it's obviously heavy implied. We're seeing that gang uniform all the time and whatnot. And so I think it's more like, yes, to like have the gang, but I think Wakoi put it in there for a reason. And again, it's just basically more for these really strong characters.
1: Would you say Mikey is like Takamichi's foil character?
0: Yeah, I would say that they're character foils and not kind of like, I don't think, whenever I think of character foils, it's kind of like, oh, complete opposites, like not even friends, but it doesn't always necessarily have to be that because I think even Ghetto would be Satoru's foil.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're not necessarily the opposite, but like there's parallels.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of parallels because... And back into this, like, I don't think Gojo used to feel that lonely when it came in... When he was in Jujutsu High because he had Ghetto and he would call them the strongest. That's depressing. (laughs) I'm stuttering over here thinking about them, like...
1: (laughs) And then he had to kill him. Yeah. That's tough.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like... But also this responsibility he bears. Like, he could have... I think if Gojo would have gone with Ghetto, it would have been a whole different, like, storyline, obviously.
1: Yeah, it'd be a whole different world that Yuji would be in.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so that's also, like, there's just heavy burdens they have to carry when you are, quote-unquote, this honored one. Mm
1: -hmm. There's expectations that have already been um, set for you, and you have to meet them.
0: Yeah, and, like, going back on how Gojo had to kill Ghetto, like, that was... The responsibility he had to bear because he's the strongest one. It's he can't put aside his emotions. Like, mm-hmm. that's my friend, you know, and stuff like that. And even like in Tokyo Avengers, I think in the first arc with Baji and everything. Like, he, in a sense, he does ask Takamichi to bring Baji back because it's like I don't want to lose my friend, but I also don't want. Like, I feel like I can't be seen bringing him back you know like i'm on the top of this you know like i have to look things at a different view yeah and whatnot
1: like like that's not my place like this is my place
0: this is my place like i am the president like this and that and yeah that's what i mean when he really can only be vulnerable with Mm takamichi in an emotional sense at least because we know dragon's like literally carrying him around and
1: i believe he's the only takamichi is the only character that mikey has in a sense, approached and said, "Help me."
0: Yeah, and it would be kind of interesting to see that from Gojo too. But I think when he's released, this is gonna be like Feral, like I'm burning shit down. I don't know.
1: Maybe. <laughs> oh. If
0: I was trapped for in a fucking box, I don't care. Like it's probably been like a month or something in the jujitsu world. It's been a thousand days here yeah. though. But <laughs> if I was Gojo, I'd be like. And there's no concept, I'm I'm either coming out insane, I'm going to fuck up this whole town.
1: Like, you're coming out with intent.
0: I'm coming out with intent to kill.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, because, especially if he finds out what has transpired.
0: Yeah, like, with potentially the loss of a student, Mm -hmm. because we don't know Nobra's standing. Yeah. It's very ambiguous. Horribly ambiguous. Horribly ambiguous, and the loss of a close friend. Yeah. Yeah his boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) yeah and not just that having to come with terms that your best friend like he didn't really I'm pretty sure like he had time to process that in the time being in the fucking box Mm -hmm. but how he's gonna have to act upon that I think it's very like he did it obviously he killed Ghetto but having to do it again in a sense
1: yeah because what's his name Kenjaku Yes. Yeah. So even though he's technically killing Kenjaku. Yeah. Like, it's in Ghetto's body.
0: Yeah. Regardless.
1: I mean, he has Ghetto's voice, basically. Huh. So it's basically like if you didn't, if you weren't the wiser, it was it's Ghetto.
0: Yeah. Do you think he'll just be able to do it so easily?
1: It's hard to say, cause like he <laughs>
0: already did it once. I'm saying, if I was him, I'm out here ready to go guns blazing. <laughs>
1: And, and what's infinite
0: such, void immediately on
1: yeah it's just so for me it's so hard because like in these like thousand days that like, we haven't heard from gojo like we know he's alive but like we haven't even been given like his thoughts at least you know
0: yeah we know nothing of what's going on with him and that's falls again into like this kind of trope with being the strongest character it sucks also kind of on the reader i would say
1: because there's this there's this like emotional and ambiguity with them like you can't really read them
0: yeah and kind of for mikey too like now where the manga is standing but it's like literally on its last leg Mm -hmm. of like its ending that's when we are just now kind of barely understanding mikey but we get very little insight on him Mm -hmm. we do every now and then and i think it's now I see it's kind of, like, on purpose because if not, it would kind of give away the storyline. But still, like, you kind of want to know more about these characters and you can't.
1: And that just kind of, like, reinforces that, that the idea that these characters truly are alone.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of lonely. Like, not even the reader is getting to understand them until kind of, like, what I'm saying at the end. And not saying that it's, like, we don't like the trope. on. We love these characters. These are, like, the the character like
1: why this is a good trope
0: yeah it's a good trope it's like not sucks but it's kind of like emotionally it's like damn like i want to know more about this character and yeah like i'm saying like we are now learning more about mikey and why he is the way he is and whatnot and kind of how lonely it truly is at the top and being the strongest like it it's so much because there's so much more i could go into and maybe i will depending fuck you yeah (laughs) i But, yeah, like, it's no, like, oh, this trope sucks. No, it's really good. And, like, I was um saying, they are the favorite characters from the manga and anime. Like, Gojo is everywhere. And when it comes to the favorites, Mikey is the favorite, a fan favorite.
1: Fuck, like, but going into the show, not knowing anything about it, I thought he was the main character.
0: Yeah, a lot Cause... of people did. And I think this, maybe the same for Gojo probably yeah i can't remember but yeah a lot of people like so yeah it's kind of just like they hold so much weight like even outside of their um
1: their series
0: yeah their series
1: from the outsiders looking in
0: yeah the outsiders looking in from the viewership and just like in the manga, it's just kind of crazy and it's just like damn and it's just interesting that both of these characters in a sense use this quote
1: feel bad for blindfolded kakashi (laughs) I know, 2020 called. They want their joke back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take it back.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but this had also spurred into another talk of how we just want to talk about in general tragic characters in the future,
1: cause eat that shit up. We yeah. I'm literally wearing an Itachi shirt right now.
0: Oh, we're gonna get into him <laughs> and Maki. We kind of are collecting characters that are similar in a sense. So possibly the next um. The next characters will be the next set of characters is Itachi and Maki.
1: The parallels between them. Yeah, and you kind know,
0: of. You know. Yeah, and kind of their differences too, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like I'm not gonna get into it because that's for another episode. Yeah. But yeah, um, I hope we've kind of done a good job of explaining our thoughts. I feel like maybe I should have done some more research because it's not just about this quote, but the quote is what got us thinking about what it signifies.
1: Yeah, and how it applies to. Mikey and um, and Gojo in their respective series.
0: Okay, so once again, the quote is throughout heaven and on earth, I alone am the honored one. And it's kind of just food for thought to think about what it means and signifies and kind of its deeper meaning. Like it's meant to sound, I think, powerful in a sense, because it's not, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it comes off as egotistical because it's like from religion, mm-hmm. you know? But when it is said, it's kind of...
1: Reaffirming. Yeah. Reassuring yourself.
0: Yeah, I think literally it's kind of like a reassurance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But when it is said in these characters, are kind of, it's kind of like a cockiness or kind of like a... Like the way Gojo said it, like he... In the manga, he's feral and he's things are happening, you know, when he says it. And in Tokyo Revengers, it's kind of like a status or... Mm. Not a status. No, no, no. It's... Something you, something put on. It's,
1: it's on like the a badge you wear.
0: Yes, it's kind of something to, I guess, reassure or let people know. Like you're about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, but kind of in its deeper meaning, when you see it used, it's like, damn, these characters are alone. And even though they're the strongest and whatnot, like.
1: They're so empty.
0: Yeah, it's just them. So, yeah, I hope I phrased that correctly. You but, do. yeah, it's kind of like a triple meaning when it's used because we know it's from um it's a buddhist quote it's yeah yeah and in a sense it's just a reaffirming saying and when it's said in the characters it's kind of like i'm that guy as we were saying
1: got that dog in me
0: yeah and when you kind of deeply look into it it's like you are but you're also like this inherently tragic character having to carry this heavy burden of being that guy
1: yeah there's a lot of lot of baggage that comes with having that dog in you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's the episode yeah
1: yeah we'll we'll see you all next week
0: Everyone's going to be like, boo, stop Stop trying to give us thing pieces.
1: <laughs> give us the head-ass shit. Give yeah, us the giggles. Give us the hee-hee energy.
0: Give us the hee-hee, ha-ha, like, <laughs> silly.
1: <laughs> give us Angel Laugh Attack.
0: Yeah. Um, friend of the show, Sarah, she's like, Angel had me dying with his laugh. And me too. I went to go listen back into the episode, um... I don't often listen back to episodes because I sometimes, like, I am human. I cringe at my own, what I'm saying and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I went to go to listen back to the episode because I was like, yeah, that was funny. And then I was dying along again with myself dying in the actual.
1: I feel honored that I was able to give such contagious laughter to other ears. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, bring that back. I don't want to be thinking.
1: <laughs> like, I, I enjoy I enjoy manga to escape <laughs> my thoughts, my demons. <laughs> I don't need to read about them, too.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm listening to this for the hee-hee-haha. I'm at the gym. I'm in my commute. I'm not trying to think. Well, guess what? There's a few more episodes that we want to do that are kind of... Heavy. Yeah. We promised to ones. do... yeah. We're trying to do better. I had kind of high expectations for myself, so I can't really rate myself on a level of how I did. I feel like maybe I should have done more research or more details instead of, um, and yeah. But I really hope that y'all enjoyed it. It has been something that I have been wanting to talk about. Yeah.
1: Shout out Audrey. She is a great co-host and she doesn't give herself enough credit.
0: Sometimes I'll be thinking and sometimes I want to talk about it. So that's this episode, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I just want to talk, and that's the rest of the episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> brain dump.
0: Yeah, this is brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, thank you so much for everyone if you listened, and yeah, it means a lot. And hopefully, you enjoyed this episode because I it was something I really wanted to talk about.
1: It was a good episode. <laughs> I enjoyed talking to, about this with you.
0: Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Angel. Bye. Bye.